Luke 15, verse 11. There you'll find these words. It says, and he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a famine, a severe famine in the land. And he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his field to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate. No one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight and am no longer worthy to be called your son. But verse 22, but the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe. And put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. And bring the fatted calf here and kill it. Let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Amen. Amen. I want to preach from this thought today. Repentance and faith allows restoration. Repentance and faith bring about restoration. Amen. Amen. Oh, I want to see him look upon his face there to see forever oh, of glory oh, land. oh See, we sung this for more than him, but I'm used to saying it just a little, little slower. Oh, 
Anybody want to see the Lord? There forever. Come on, anybody want to see Jesus? There on the street. Come on, slow it down, slow it down. Think about your loved ones. Oh, I want to see. You got some loved ones that's gone home to be with the Lord. And I want to see him there forever. Oh, on the street. Whenever I sing this song, I always think about my grandmama Rosa Carter Heater. Oh, I want to see him love. time and I'll leave you alone. One more time. Oh, I want to see him love forever of his saving grace of glory left you know I'll be ever. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Repentance and faith gives way to restoration. My brothers and my sisters, when we find ourselves perusing the Word of God today, find Jesus having a discussion with his disciples, a discussion that the church would do well to spend time uh, perusing over and really taking to heart. For in this day where the church and going to church is somewhat of a faux pas, because when you look at the statistics, you look at the numbers, many are leaving church each and every day for varied, a myriad of reasons. But what I found out is that when we look at the body of Christ, when we look at the assembling of the saints, we're really looking at us. We're not looking at any, any saints. We're looking at, we're looking at sinners that have given their lives to an awesome God. And once we've given our life to God, it brings about a a, a, it brings about a time of healing and transformation in our lives. When we give our lives to God, it brings about a process. 
that if we give it opportunity will last for the rest of our lives. That's why the old church has been known to say that this is a tedious journey. That's why you've heard people say that I'm working out my soul's salvation. The truth of the matter is that once we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our lives, once we accept his death, his burial, and his resurrection, the Bible is true when it says that we are saved. But we must understand that after we are saved, there is now a process that we have to go through. Can I help about nine of y'all? Because I am, I, am, I, am, I am sad to admit, I, I'm concerned that many people think that once you get saved, once you accept Jesus Christ into your life, that all of a sudden you start doing things differently. You, all of a sudden life turn, turns around and, and you don't have the same old feelings. Uh, I got news for you. Uh, it's not that the feelings go away. It's now you are convicted when you have the feelings. Uh, because you realize that you are now on the Lord's side. Uh, you know, uh, getting saved don't take the cuss words out your mouth. Uh, it, it just makes you slower to respond. Uh, it makes you realize that you might mess up a witness or a testimony. Uh, but I want to preach to a few of y'all that uh, you're upset and you're bewildered. You're somewhat confused because you thought that coming to church was going to change what's happening in your life I got news for you you're sitting beside some people right now that come to church but still catch hell on a regular basis uh, can I preach this the way I feel it can I preach this the way you need to hear it today the truth of the matter is just because you came to church don't mean that the devil and all of his imps are going to leave you alone as a matter of fact the mere fact that you have professed a belief in a risen savior means that the devil is going to amp up uh, the charges in your life. Can I, can I preach to some real folk this morning that's trying to live a life that's right before God and you still got to deal with the, with the imps of the devil? Can I preach to some folk that done had to go through some stuff that caught you off guard because you said I had a good worship at Sunday, had a good experience? Can I preach to some folk that got shocked by how some church leaders treated you in the past, in the present, and even in the future can I preach to some real folk that understand that I myself, you yourself mess up on a regular basis but would still serve a God that looked beyond your fault, that woke you up this morning, despite your trash, despite your mess, woke you up this morning and started you. Can I preach to some folk that can shout over the fact that God gave me another check and I preach to some folk this morning that realize that it does not matter how bad I've been God love goes well beyond can I preach to some folk that's been tricked 
It's a thinking that trouble lasts always. Uh, but I need, to, I need some witnesses that will shout back at your boy and, and, and testify that trouble don't last always. Uh, just a few more rises. Can I, can I get a few witnesses here that say just a few more rises and setting of the sun? God will work some things out in your life. Tell your neighbor, hold on, just hold on. Hold on, hold on. Come on, tell, help me preach to your neighbor. They ain't woke up yet. Tell them, I've been there. I've been there. You just hold on. Tell your neighbor, keep smiling, keep praising, keep shouting, keep pressing. We serve a God. He may not come when you want him, but if you just keep on, if you just hold on, he'll show up. It would do the church. It would do the church some good to take this in. Uh, we we gonna we gonna we gonna have some good days, and we gonna have some bad days. But by golly, I can testify to just one or two of y'all that your good days. Can I? Can I? I'm trying to get to the text. I'm still in my introduction. Your, your good days will make you forget. Can I preach? Can I preach to some folk that try that sitting here trying to remember your worst day, but you can't remember your worst day because the day after your worst day, God woke you up. And when God woke you up, you were shocked that you got past your worst day. It would do us some good to take this, take this to heart. Jesus is having a conversation with his disciples. And as he has this conversation, he gives a parable of the lost sheep. And as he's talking about the lost sheep, he, he wants us to understand that God's love is so much to the fact that it will go after someone that is lost. Can, can I? And this is where the church needs to read this and, and accept this. God will go after someone who is lost. He goes after the lost sheep. Oh, God. And he keeps on telling the parable. He talks about how the, the owner of the sheep leaves the 99 and go after the lost, the one that got lost. I'm going to show y'all something in a minute. Then he, talks, then he talks about the lost coin. How they sweep the whole house. Trying to find the lost coin. Then we get to the parable of the prodigal son. And in the parable of the prodigal son, I don't know if you saw this, but the Bible says he comes to his father. 
and asked his fathers for his, his death inheritance. Daddy ain't even dead yet. But go on and give me what I will get once you die. I don't know, maybe, maybe he thought it was taking too long. I don't know, maybe, maybe he had already spent the money in his mind. But he comes and he asks his living father for his death inheritance. That's when you know you're in trouble. When you start looking forward to death. Yeah, oh, y'all missed that. The father gives him his inheritance and he leaves. Y'all missed it. The sheep got lost. The coin got lost. But the son left. Yeah, y'all missed it. Y'all missed that. Yeah. That went right over y'all head. The, the sheep got lost. And the coin got lost. But the son left. Can I help you understand the difference between lost and left? Yeah, lost means that I'm trying to keep up. Oh, God. Have you ever been trying to find your way and simply got lost? Oh, God. I ain't, oh, oh. Everybody, look, look, I ain't, look. I promise you I was going to preach something different. I promise you. But everybody that leave the church can't be treated like lost sheep. Especially if they ain't trying to keep up. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, I, I should have got a better amen than that. Yeah, I should have got a better amen than that. See, see, sometimes, sometimes, oh God, I, I, I promise you I ain't meddling, but sometimes the instructions are just as simple as, as following the leader. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, oh Lord. He, let, let me go, let me go. But the son, if, if I may, the son started filling himself. And evidently, oh God, evidently said, this ain't moving fast enough for me. This ain't satisfying what I need. So just go on and give me what's mine. And I'll go on and do my own thing. That the Bible says that he took the inheritance and went as far away as he could. And Corey spent all of it. That, that's why I know. That's why I know that some of y'all don't need to win no lottery. So you might as well stop playing. 
Look, if it's you, just look straight up here and just giggle a little bit. Don't, 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 don't laugh too hard because folk going to be like, it must have been her. You might as well. Some of y'all ain't going to win it because God know that the day that you win it, you'll be broke the next day. Because everything that you thought you ever wanted, you're going to buy two or three of. Anybody? Some of y'all sitting there now talking about the power. Then I already took my past script. I'm going to play that. If this good, I'm, if this good, I'm going to play that. <laughs> the devil is a lie. <laughs> y'all need to be ashamed, y'all. See you. You'll see you. But he spent it all. And he had nothing. And when he had nothing, he began to think about the unthinkable. Have you ever been in a place where you had nothing? Or you felt like you had nothing? And, 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 and you attempted to do the unthinkable. I wish I could preach to five, five real folk up in here that, that want some help. Chris, he had spent everything and had nothing. And y'all know how we do when we got something. You can't tell us. So, most of y'all got paid this is Friday and can't tell you nothing. When he, when he had, he spent it all, but now he's down to nothing. And God has a way of getting your attention. God will allow your God to fall by the wayside. God will allow the thing that you hold near and dear to deplete in your life. It was after his money was gone. Can I preach this? Have you ever been in one of those situations to where you said if it ain't one thing? Fred, after he had spent all his money, it was only after the money was gone. That a famine rose in the land. Oh God. God has great timing. Especially when he's trying to get your attention. I said he has good timing when he's trying to get your attention. Now you might not think so. And he didn't think so. He, he's, he's broke, busted, and disgusted. He's stuck like Chuck. He ain't got nowhere to go. He doesn't have a place to stay that have food to eat. And he does the unthinkable. It's a famine in the land. He does the unthinkable. It's in the text. The Bible does not say whether or not this boy is Jewish or not. It does not say whether or not he's Gentile or Jew. But it assume, we assume that because Jesus is telling the story that he's probably Jewish. And because of how the story is told, he's probably of Hebrew faith. When the famine arose in the land, the Bible said he does the unthinkable. And I know that some of y'all think that the unthinkable in the text is feeding the hogs. But that's not the unthinkable. Can I preach this to some lonely folk in the building? The unthinkable is, is right here in the text. 
he goes and he joins himself with a citizen of the foreign country. Oh, I wish I could preach like I feel it up in here. See, how many times have you joined yourself with folk that are unequally yoked with you? You are raggedy. You, your, your, your life is raggedy right now because of some relationships that you got. I wish I could preach to some real folk that know you should not have hooked up with Ray Ray and them and, and Boo Boo and them. You know you should not have been hanging with, with Sheila and Quantricia. You know you should not have you know you should not have went to the game with old bud you hooked up you joined yourself with some wrong folks I, I learned Dr. Faith I learned that two types of crowd that two types of people they're your money friends And they're your broke friends. No, 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 y'all missed it, y'all missed it, y'all missed it. I'm not saying they're friends, I'm not saying you got friends that have money. I'm, I'm saying they're friends that come around when you got money. Your money friends. Anybody got money friends in the building? You don't see them until you got money? But then there's your broke friend that come around when you're broke. And they want to they want to make you broke up. They want, they want to suggest stuff. <laughs> well, I know, you, I know you don't have any money, but how about, how about supporting this Girl Scout cookie sale? <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> but he hooked, he joined himself to people in the land. That, that's, that was his second mistake. Joined himself with, to a citizen of, the, of that country, and, and this citizen didn't care nothing about him. See, your broke friends don't, your friends that come around when you're broke, they don't really care. They, they want to use you. Can I say it like that? That's, that's what friend, the, the folk that you call friends that come around when you don't have anything, they want to use your time, your talents. They want to use you for their benefit. He sends him to the field to get deeper in sin. To get deeper in mess. So go on out there and feed. feed. I, I ain't got nothing for you, but I got some hogs out there. See, I, I grew up Y'all know I grew up in the country. And it, there was this thing called slopping. Oh, y'all with that? No, 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 no. No, no, y'all city slickers don't understand. Y'all city slickers, y'all like the bacon. Y'all get four, five, six pieces of bacon. But mess around and slop a hog. You might go down to two pieces. You might. <laughs> D.D., when we would slop the hog, we, we got a little of this and a little of that. And a whole lot of the other. And we pulled it in a trough. Can I, can I, can I turn your stomach on the port just a minute? Pour, pour it all over the, look, y'all, 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 your ham come from this. Pour it in a trough. Long trough. And if that was bread and moldy bread and Egg shells and 
left over this and left. We poured in a trough. And if that wasn't bad enough, what my country folk at? It would make sense that we just left it alone right there, Fred. But what we would do is we would fill it up with water. Anybody? Good God Almighty. Because it wasn't slopping hogs, Tyrone, until you filled it up with water. And that big old 400-pound hog would, would, would waddle up. Look at y'all. Y'all ought to see some of y'all face. I ain't going to eat no pork chops today. He would waddle up to the trough and stick his whole head. Yeah, God. I wish I had somebody. Look at y'all. Y'all, y'all going gonna to give up pork out today. He would stick his whole head over in the water and the slop and eat with his head in the trough. Good God Almighty. And the story says, this young boy, hungry, y'all get the, hadn't eaten in days, ain't got a friend to the world. He's just finished slopping the hogs. And he's sitting there, watching the hogs eat something. And he make up in his mind, I ought to get me, there you go, there you go. He, he done said, I, it's right there. I'm not making this up. Are y'all reading this with me? He, 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 he says, he, says that he would gladly have filled his stomach with the parts that their swine ate. What happened when your sin get to looking so good? He, he was... He was about to dig in, Correy. Man, if he was about, he was, he was right there. Leaning. Something happened. Ain't you glad God will show up in the nick of time? Anybody here know God will show up in the nick of time? Any, anybody know God will step in right when you about to step out? Anybody know? Anybody here that can testify that God kept you? Is there anybody that can testify that he brought you back right before your foot slipped? He caught you? He was just about any just about folk in here? Can I preach to the just abouts? Can I preach to the just abouts? Just about to mess up. Just about to act a fool. Just about to cuss them out. Just about to tip out. Just about to go off. Just about to take the money. Just about to lose the job. Can I preach to some just abouts in here? He was just about. But God stepped in. This is, this is for my parents. Any parents in the building? God can't get nothing out if we ain't putting nothing in. Everybody in here, y'all didn't raise your hand, you didn't shout, you didn't clap, but everybody in here done had a jest about it, or either you went and did it. This, this is for the parents. This, this, this is for the parents, Pam. The parents. See, uh, evidently, the boy's daddy yeah. had put some stuff in him. Yeah. 
He didn't, he didn't ask him if you want to go to church. Took him to church. He, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't let him sit down and begin to eat his dinner at night and not thank God for his food. He showed him how to thank God for his blessing. He, he must have put something in him because at, right at the time he was just about. The Bible says, it's, it, it's in the text right here. Yeah, yeah, just about. Just about when he was about to eat of the paws, he came to himself. Listen, I don't know who I'm talking to, but there's somebody in here right now. You're here because you came to yourself. I don't know who I'm preaching to. Somebody, somebody sitting beside you. They, they had to have a moment where they had to come to themselves. They, they, had, to have, they had to have a come to Jesus moment. And, and when they came to themselves, some things began to turn around in their life. He came to him, to himself. Came to himself. And, and when we come to ourselves, that's when repentance begins. What is repentance? Repentance is turning away from the sin that so easily besets us. What is sin? Sin, what is, what is repentance? Repentance is turning away from the thing that God told you not to do. Sin, repentance of sin. Repentance is turning away from what you deemed was good and possible. But he came to himself. And this is what he said. How many of my father's Hired servants. How, how many of the, how many hired folk that my daddy got got more bread to eat and even some to spare than I do? And I, I perish here with these hogs. He, he had to repent. He had to, he had to change. He had to refocus his mind. And that's what repentance means. Repentance means refocusing your mind. It means that you no longer think how you used to think. It means that you no longer think that what you thought was okay is okay anymore. It means that you don't think that you can say anything and do anything without any repercussions. Repentance means I'm going to change how I view even you. He repented. I didn't. He spoke in faith. I'm done with this. I, I, I want to get to the part of celebration. He done, I'm done. He says, he, says, he, says, he says, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to spare and I perish with hunger? Here comes the faith. I will arise and go to my father. And will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. Bible says he got up, dusted himself off, headed back home. Faith. No matter how far we've strayed. We still can repent and have faith. Have faith in what, preacher? Have faith that you can go back to your father. And this is what I like about it. 
I found out that sometimes being away will change our outlook, will change our perspective. I want to preach to some folk that feel like that you got to have a name and a title in the church. I want to preach to some folk that feel like you got to have a position or a seat in the church. Sometimes trial and tribulation will come in your life to change your perspective. I want to preach to some folk that feel like that they're not treating me the way they ought to treat me in the church. God will sometimes allow you to get so deep in mire that when he get ready to pick you up, you just want to get in. Is there anybody that don't mind giving up a title, that don't mind giving up position, that don't mind giving up their namesake just so they can get in? I found out that that's what God is looking for. Uh, can I preach this uh, the way I feel it? Uh, God ain't coming back uh, looking for no preachers. Uh, he ain't coming back uh, looking for no deacons. Uh, he ain't coming back uh, looking for no mothers. Uh, he ain't coming back uh, looking for no saint. No, he ain't coming back looking for no ministry leaders. Uh, God is coming back uh, looking for some folk uh, that just want to serve. Uh, is there anybody here uh, that done made your mind up? Uh, I've been so bad. Uh, can I preach this uh, the way I felt it in the beginning? Uh, is there anybody here uh, that's made your mind up? Uh, I've been so bad. Uh, I've been too bad. Uh, God can't use me. Uh, I messed up some stuff. Uh, I messed up some things. Uh, I messed up some life. Uh, but if God, uh, if by chance uh, God will allow uh, me to come back in uh, and be just a servant, uh, then I will be alright. Uh, is there anybody here that wants God just to make me a servant? Is there anybody that's satisfied? You messed up. You messed up in relationship. You messed up on your job. You messed up in raising your child. You messed up in how you handle your business. You simply messed up. You messed up in your worship. You messed up in your tithing. You messed up in your giving. But God says, can I just be a servant around God's throne? I got news for you. You missed a shouting point. That boy said, I will come back and be a servant. And you ain't even got to pay me. That's when God said, that's where I need you. I need you to be a servant that does not require anything. Because when you become a servant uh, that does not require anything I will mess around uh, and give you everything is there anybody here that say I'll just go back and be a servant the Bible says that his daddy came out said to the boy fell on his neck and kissed the young man listen at the story he was trying to explain his testimony he said I've been bad I've been so bad I messed up the family name but the daddy said I ain't worried about all that I can cover I can cover I can cover I can cover I will cover
Daddy. 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 Daddy just, just covered him. Daddy. 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 Daddy just covered him. God want me to tell you that if you repent and come back in faith, he'll just cover you. You ain't even got to talk about your past. You ain't even got to talk about where you come from. You ain't even got to go over what you done did because God is more impressed. He's more concerned not with where you come from, but he's concerned with where you're going. Is anybody ready to go forth? Is anybody ready to put your past behind you? Because, because, because he came back right. Father reestablished. He said, he covers him first. Then he says, bring some shoes. Put some shoes on his feet. See, Tony, I come, to, I come to realize that we're harder on us than God is. God is just waiting for the comeback. Waiting for us to come back. When you, when, and when you come back, because he's omniscient, he knows everything, you ain't even got to tell him what you've done. He's ready to cover that. There's some folk in this room been covered. God done covered your stuff. God done covered your stuff. He, he done covered your past life. He, he done covered, and the only person to bring it up is you. covered him. She said, now come bring some shoes. Put it on his feet. And see, I'm reminded when, when Moses comes to the burning bush. God begins to speak to Moses. He tells Moses, take the shoes off your feet. For the ground that you walk on is holy. And so you got to do some research. You got to understand. You got to understand Hebrew religion, Jewish ministry. The Jews felt that any time they were going to the place of worship, they would take the shoes off before they went inside. Because all other ground was seeking sin. All other ground was, was sinful. And, and you didn't track that dirt. <laughs> In the holy places. So you would take your shoes off on the outside and go in barefooted. But you would come outside and you put your shoes on. And evidently this boy was barefooted. He'd been walking around in dirty dirt. So dad is saying, he's come home now. Get his feet out the dirt. Good God Almighty. Y'all, is y'all getting this? Get, get his feet out the dirt. Put some shoes on his feet. And I believe, I believe, I believe Amber that he looks at 
his state. He looks at his heart. He sees that this ain't no play. This is not an act. He's sincere. He's humble. He's humped down. He's bowed low. He comes in submission. Y'all going to get this in a minute. I done covered him with the robe and he still submitted to my authority. I put shoes on his feet. He still submitted because of the hell he's been through. He submitted because of the trials that he's been through in life. He submitted because of all of the people that has come against him. He submitted. He only wants to be a servant. And because of his submission, because of his humility, let me restore him. Bring the signet ring. Put it on his finger. Oh, God. Why? Because I found out that God can use us best when we're humble. When we done been through some stuff. We done learned how to be sensitive to what other folks have been through. We've learned how to be sympathetic to what other folks are going through. God said, I can use you and I can elevate you. Repentance. He repented. And he had faith that he could go back home and at least be a servant. And Pearl, he didn't get it wrong. He was a servant. All of us can take a lesson. See, we want, we want, the, we want the robe. We want the crown. We want the, 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 the gold sandals. But who wants just to be a servant? Because you realize your life was funky. You realize, you realize you've done some stuff. Ain't, ain't nobody in here always been saved. Let me burst your bubble. You, you can sit up here and look cute right now, but the truth of the matter is, if we followed you home and went into your closet and pulled out the skeleton from 2015... There'll be something. There'll be something that God done brought you back from. That'll humble you. That'll make you say, I'm not worthy. That's what he was saying. I'm not worthy for a title. I'm not worthy for a position. Can I help y'all? All he really wanted to do was eat. All he really wanted to do was eat. He wasn't, he wasn't looking for a title or a position. But he realized that he had messed up the name. He said, if I, if I have to serve just to eat, I'll serve. God is telling me to tell somebody today that in order for you to keep living, in order for you to keep eating, you got to serve. You got to serve. And don't worry about your past. He already knows your past, but he, he's looking for you to come home and serve. I love the story. And I'm, I'm done. He'll take this on, start over. I love the story. The Bible said that he goes, he heads home. But as he's headed home, his father's looking for him. 
Evidently, the father must have went out every day and just looked. I told you there's a difference in looking and leaving. Or leaving, leaving and, and, and getting lost. See, when a person or an object is lost, it doesn't know where it is. And so it needs something or someone to find it. Cannot find its way. It does not know how to go back. Does not know it or she, it, he, it, she. It does not know where to go back to. That's loss. Somebody got to come and find it. Believing. You know where to go back to. You know where home is. And it's interesting that the father never went looking for the son. And I, I can only attain it to the fact, attest it to the fact that he knew that his son knew where home is. We do have a responsibility though. He looks for him evidently every day. Didn't leave home, but he, from home, from the house, he, he looked for him. In other words, can I help you? That means he was open to his returning. He was open. He was okay for him to return. What's the lesson that we learn? We learned that all of us done been through something, but we handle it differently. Some will get lost and not know their way back. Others will leave and simply stay away out of rebellion. But our job as the church is to always be open for the return. There may be somebody here today, and I don't know who you are. Who, who I'm talking to, there may be somebody here today that's on the verge of stepping out and leaving. I, I want you to understand something, that all of us, all of us have been through something. It's not the fact what we've been through is what matters. What matters is how we handled what we've been through. You got to find you some, some of those friends that are good and faithful and true. That through this period of time, they'll encourage you first thing you got to do is you got to know Jesus and you got to know there ain't nobody in here been through as much as he has he didn't leave not the way we leave he stayed and we got to understand that when we repent when we change our mind change the way we think and step out on faith restoration is always there you got to know Jesus Bible says in Romans chapter 10 verse 9 if thou will confess with thy mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart God has raised him from the dead that shall be saved you can be saved today once you're saved once you're in the household of faith can't no devil in hell take you out come today while you have a chance the doors of the church are open won't you please come if you're already saved if you're looking for a church home we invite you to come